Welcome back to Small Town Big Ideas. I'm your host again for the first time in a long time, Mr. Igo. Uh, we've got three guests with us this week, and it's we've, we're missing some regulars, but that's I'm okay. You are a regular. Thanks for being on here, Rylan. Rylan, uh, it's homecoming week. How has it been so far? Uh, it's okay to say stressful. It's not been that stressful. Really? But, I mean, I... I did lead our wagon crew. Wow. All right. Let's get that applause going. Holy cow. He had that sound going. Oh, <laughs> they all stopped clapping. All just got really quiet. Uh, you led the wagon crew. We've got themes for homecoming. Ours was uh, the State Farm commercial. Whoa, whoa. Back up. People don't know what we're talking about. Uh, it's homecoming week here at Weibo County High School, and so we... Do uh, some decorations, and we decorate wagons uh, to a theme, and you know, try to make them uh, you know fit that theme. And each class does their own thing. Uh, weird traditions. Every school has their own. Mr. Harper, when you were in high school, what was your guys' homecoming like? What did you guys do? I don't know if I just wasn't involved, but I honestly don't remember. We didn't do anything like we do at this. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't think we did we stuff had like this. Dress up days, which yep. we have here today, was '90s day, Spirit Week. Yesterday was Hawaiian Day. Yep. Uh, we got stuff the rest of the week, but that's about all we had when I was in high school. But I went to high school that had 900 plus kids in it. We didn't. We had tried to decorate. Like parts of the hallway as a class with I had the largest class at that time at Belgrade and it was like two hundred and forty. <laughs> no way. Holy moly! Yeah, how many kids are in your class, Ashlyn? Like eight or nine. And how hard is it to get stuff done with eight or nine kids sometimes? Very. Yeah, can you imagine two hundred and forty? We have the biggest. We have the biggest class in the school. Yeah, how big is that class? Fifteen That's kids. Huge. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, homecoming week here at Weeble County High School. Ashlyn, uh, how's your homecoming week going? Um, pretty good, other than the boys in my class getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll move past that. But uh, <laughs> what did you guys choose for your commercial theme? Arby's. 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 That's pretty solid, too. There's Arby's. We have State Farm. There's Flex Seal, Mr. Mr. Clean. Panda cheese. Yeah, panda, panda cheese. cheese. I still remember. <laughs> uh, and then uh, iPhone. iPhone iPhone's yeah, a pretty cheese. solid pick. Too. Wait, it's who pretty good panda stuff. Cheese? Eighth graders. Eighth graders. That, <laughs> what is panda? I don't know. Good it's question. Panda. We like, should have had an eighth grader. It's a brand of cheese. It's just called uh, panda cheese. The, is it panda cheese? The brand name is panda, and then it's just cheese. So I don't, is it cheese from a panda? No. I don't think so. Then why is it called panda cheese? Because that's just the brand, brand name they yeah. chose. Why? Apparently they've got some funny commercials. I've never looked at them. But. I have a couple, but I don't really remember what they are. Yeah, That it's, sounds super impactful. That's what I was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the seventh graders, they got a good, uh, they got a good topic going yeah, with the iPhone. It looks pretty one. good. Yeah, that one might be hard to be honest. Yeah, Mr. Harper, you've been bouncing around as the counselor, helping yeah. all classes and helping the sophomores out quite a bit because we have. Thank oh, you. Well, he doesn't want to help the juniors voice from the back <laughs> yeah that was annika working on homework back there making it very clear that harper yeah, has yet again doesn't them. want to be on the podcast but sure is vocalizing <laughs> stuff back there have time to be on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> it uh homecoming week is a stressful week for sure like uh, a couple of years ago i got put in charge of leading student council and with that task comes leading homecoming week and it's a challenge because like you said like when I was in high school, we didn't do stuff like this, at least yeah. not that I remember, and getting thrown into that. And there's some traditions that we've slowly changed that I think are for the better, and some traditions that 
may never die, but that's all right. So it's, but well, it's stressful for sure. In each class, the, the goal is to have the best wagon and the best. We board. used to do locker presentations, but now we do. I can boards. tell you that process has been so streamlined. I mean, it, like the judging is legit. There is no faulting anybody when they're judging. It. I mean, so that kind of it, led not, me it didn't used to be there though. Into the topic this week because last year there was an alleged conspiracy oh. theory surrounding a class that alleges they should have won according to the scorecard but got second place allegedly should <laughs> have it, won allegedly so there there's a uh, it's it racked our school last year like it from top to bottom people were sure that Mr. Harper was out to get him big <laughs> big Mr. Har- big Harper or whatever it's kind of like big pharma uh, Mr. Harper was out to get the seniors well juniors last year but now the seniors any response I told you it is streamlined. There is no <laughs> judging faults within this operation. Oh, so that's we a have story a rubric. He's sticking to. Uh, we didn't have the eighth graders on today to talk about their panda cheese, and we did not have a senior on today to uh, rebut those allegations about any potential conspiracy against them. However, if they get second again this year, it may take it to a new level. <laughs> <laughs> watch how, they better watch how they talk to the old student council advisor then. So. Oh, okay. Who's that? This guy. Oh, okay. Uh, so conspiracy theories is our topic this week, and I'll get to why at the very end because uh, I have a real reason why I want to talk about conspiracy theories, but also because they're fun. So before I launch into the ones that I have that we're going to go a little more in depth into, what conspiracy theories do you guys believe in? You guys believe in any conspiracy theories? Homecoming 2020. <laughs> Homecoming gate, yeah. Wagon gate is wagon what they gate, called it because yeah. they lost the wagon. But they did make their own uh, first place trophy with a sticky note, so it's pretty yeah. legit. That must be cool to make your own trophy yeah. and pretend like you won. Now, I don't have a legit conspiracy theory that the I just sticks in my flat. head. Oh, <laughs> I will turn do this off. Do you up. actually believe in that one? No. I just think it's but funny people do. That people think oh, there's people lots do. Of, and that's one that we are actually have a little bit more information on today. That one drives me bonkers. That is just Oh yeah, that one's frustrating. The, how do you even argue with that? Yeah. Anyways, Ashlyn, do you have a conspiracy theory that you believe in? Like I said before, I really don't know what a conspiracy theory is. Okay, so that's a good place to start. Maybe what is a conspiracy theory? Okay. Okay. Oh, so to drop some knowledge. You know how some people say birds aren't real? It's not true, but it. But some people say that. Say what? So, real? Birds. Oh, oh like couldn't the, you like just the use the example of flat Earth? No, 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 no. Like the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a, when people believe in something that I wouldn't call it dumb because. It's, they think someone else is trying to cover up the facts to keep information from people that we should know, right? Yes. That birds aren't real. Birds are real. All right. Mr. Harper, don't you own chickens? Aren't those birds? I, yeah, I didn't know about this conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's, well. it's, isn't it like um, one of the presidents replaced all the birds with spies? Yep. That's the conspiracy. That is, yeah. No. Exactly. It is a straight up meme. It is not. An I was going to say that's theory. that's wild. No, it's 
It's it's fossil all evidence true. is wrong. Anyways, my <laughs> Ashlyn, my Ashlyn tries to look that one up. How do you spell bourgeois? Okay, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a very hard word to spell. Uh, flat Earth is one of the first ones. Did you guys know there's a Flat Earth International Conference? Yeah, Flat Earth Society, man. It's uh, there is a international conference where they meet at like a big hotel in a big city each year throughout the world and talk about how the world is flat. I'm only mildly disappointed. I am incredibly disappointed. Yeah, this one I don't even look into because it just infuriates me. Like, <laughs> So uh, it features speakers such as Mark Sargent. You guys know who that is? Yeah. yeah me neither. Uh, he runs the Flat Earth Clues YouTube series and has enjoyed a leading role in Netflix's Behind the Curve, a documentary about flat earthers. I don't know if you behind guys... Behind the curve is what they call behind it? Behind the curve. So they, all these flat earthers put on this... Uh, they found money to do this documentary series proving that the world was flat. Guess what they did when they heard proved it was round? <laughs> they proved it was round. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I remember is the guy was like going to shoot himself out of a cannon to prove that he did. You ever hear about that one? Uh-uh. Yeah, the guy was going to like prove that he could like launch him off himself off the side of the oh earth, and it, it was the most wild. No. And I was like, "You've got." I to think be. the way they proved themselves wrong was, was like they were using lasers or something to like measure <laughs> gravitational pull of lasers. Like, if the world was flat, the laser should just go straight forever and ever, right? Uh, no, that the, the turns out the laser beam follows the curvature of the earth, and they were able to find that out. And Have then you they, ever heard of a person falling off of the planet? Have you heard of a person falling off the planet? Uh, no, because they probably fell off and didn't tell me. Oh, come on. <laughs> a, a, a That's wit- what you're going to go with? A I, witness. I, I, there was a- I don't believe it. Why are you asking me? What? Okay, guy. Uh, what kills me is they just think it's like a giant hockey puck floating out in the universe. So this Mark Sargent guy thinks that he's... He's a little bit extra. Uh, Sergeant claims that the world is a flat soundstage under a dome, sort of like the Truman Show. <laughs> so You're he, kidding me. No, that's, that's the platform they... Platform, that's funny. That's like seriously what they believe? <laughs> this guy, yeah. He's got like a ton of YouTube videos that uh, he has a millions of views on. What's the... Truman Show is this yeah. movie from he's the like, 90s with like, Jim Carrey, isn't it? Yep. And... He's like trapped in like a, like a simulation created by other people. So he's in like a reality show, and everyone around him knows that he's in this reality show, but he thinks he's just living his life. And then he starts to see like weird things happening in his world, and come to find out he's just living in this gigantic dome that's like, like a movie for set his whole life. Yes, yeah. from that the time a, he was a child until he's kind like of a cool in his show. That is a good show. That's it is an interesting movie. movie. Uh, but this Mark Sargent guy truly believes that we all live in this like dome and people are just That's messing wild. with us. Uh, there's evidence that younger people are, are more likely to believe that the flat earth theory is true. Why do you think that is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe. Like it's not like our education system has changed to like start teaching that. Like why do you think that just like kids watching YouTube that much? Oh yeah. yeah and just like finding stuff and not finding legitimate stuff. Let me scroll down to my through my recommended and find flat. I think Earth it might things. have to do with like people accepting the status quo, and then all of a sudden, like you just. My parents thought the same thing. My grandparents thought the same thing. My great great they were all Snowballs. taught this. Like that, there's got to be something different, right? So we all think that we're all special. We all think we're the main character in the movie, and turns out we're just a side character in everyone else's movie. So we think that like. 
of course, we have more knowledge than anybody else in the world because we're in our own head probably too much. And I, it, we just must think there's got to be something. I, I know something. I know something. Like to me, it, there's there's some pretty famous people out there that truly believe it yeah. and have vocalized that. Like to me, it's more the fact that like kids at a younger age hear that because like I would have never saw that in the newspaper that somebody is flat earth believer. But like seeing it on social media when I'm eight years old, like and I idolize that person, I now believe it's flattered. I think that social media thing is probably the biggest key because, like, if we've learned anything in the past year and a half about misinformation coming out about a ton of different things, uh, like the other day, I don't know if you guys keep up with Nicki Minaj. I personally don't. But I saw the news article that she was spreading about the COVID vaccine, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, just, like, straight misinformation. And so, I've, like, teenagers, I think you guys see some of that stuff, and you don't even think twice from people that you think, like, well, that person's That's what I mean, because you popular. idolize them, like, so you just, like, believe what they're... You believe. Not saying you guys, but, like, teenagers in general. Well, and I've, older people, my parents... Sorry, Mom and Dad, if you're listening. Uh, but you guys believe some crazy stuff, man. <laughs> I've... I've thought about. I've never believed. I've never believed that we lived in an actual simulation. But I thought about it because it's like kind of interesting. Like if we are, then that's wow. Like we're just computer code. And there, and then whoever is up there, the guy playing the video game upstairs, they must have some. Oh shit! Give me some cheat codes. Well, like there's like okay, so what's the Milky Way or something? Is that like what we're all Milky Way galaxy? Stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's like a bunch more of those. There's a ton yeah. more galaxies. Yeah, yep, and you, like more yeah. Earths and more people and stuff. Yep. Like, have you ever seen the Flash? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like that. alternate. Yeah. yeah. Alternate universes. The, multiver- and, the multiverse theory. Oh, is that, yeah. that's what it's called. That stuff that we've talked about. That on yeah. that, that, inter- that, that is interesting. That is interesting. My brain starts me, to hurt yep. when we start thinking about yeah. like truly the way time bends and like. When you're next to gravity, time change. We can't get into that. I had to quit watching The Flash when it got to that point. I could not wrap my head around like what was going on oh, anymore. But I like, what if? Well, what if? What if? Doesn't every, matter. Every movie that we create or series creates another multi, another universe that actually those events are real. Rylan's making conspiracy theories on yeah. the podcast. Uh, so I know flat Earth conspiracies. Anybody subscribe to the flat Earth conspiracy? Nope. All right, good. I was going to turn your mic off. Or Ryland was. <laughs> uh, next conspiracy theory. You guys know the Beatles? Yeah. Oh, is so. it the one where the guy died and they? Yeah, they uh, allegedly Paul McCartney died in uh, nineteen sixty six, and then they replaced him with a look alike, a sound alike, his doppelganger, his doppelganger, and they've been operating that way. Ever since. I don't believe it. And they started to kill off people that knew too much. (laughs) So, here we go. Proponents of the theory maintained that McCartney had an argument with his bandmates during a recording session and drove up angrily in his car, crashed, and was decapitated. To spare the public from grief, because the Beatles were like the biggest thing in the world. Like, there's nothing that even compares now to what the Beatles were. Beatlemania truly was like... There are people passing out when they landed in New York City that one time, like just fainting because they were so enamored 
Uh, to spare the public from grief or simply as a joke, the surviving Beatles replaced him with the winner of a McCartney lookalike contest. Simply as a joke, they don't even believe that it was like <laughs> ah, to... this guy. Uh, this him. scenario was facilitated by the Beatles' re- recent retirement from live performance and by their choosing to present themselves with a new image for their next album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. So they changed their name for like an album from the Beatles to this weird Sgt. Pepper's thing. I've heard some. F- Far-fetched stuff, but that has got to be one of the... (laughs) Okay, here we go. It gets wild. Uh, The stand-in was an orphan from Edinburgh named William Campbell, whom the Beatles then trained to impersonate McCartney. Others contended that the man's name was William Shears Campbell, later abbreviated to Billy Shears, and the replacement was instigated by Britain's MI5, which is like their CIA. So, like, it goes all the way up the food chain to the top of the government, folks. Out of concern for the dear distress McCartney's death was caused the Beatles' audience. They were afraid that the public would revolt. So the government was involved in replacing the Beatles. Uh, (laughs) Their surviving Beatles were said to be racked by guilt at their duplicity and therefore left messages in their music and album artwork to communicate the truth to their fans. If the Beatles wanted you to know anything, they wanted you to know the truth, that they replaced their friend who was decapitated in a a car car crash. This one... this one goes so far down the Next. rabbit hole. Oh, my God. That, I heard about this one on the radio. MI5. Ed, Isn't it MI6? Oh, there's different parts. MI1? I, I think MI5 might be like their FBI and MI6 is their CIA type deal. Is there like an MI? I'm speaking way out of left. Nobody field. understands MI5 because it's just all wrapped up in Paul McCartney. All I know, MI6, James Bond. That's, what I, that's the only reason I knew it, too. Is there a MI negative one? What is MI one to the farm, whatever, whatever? It's, it's like, impossible. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? It's like Great Britain's form of, like, the FBI or the CIA. Or, like, oh. they just call it, like, MI whatever. Why did the I specific know. number? I have no idea. Oh. All right, here's the last thing. part. Uh, dozens of supposed clues to McCartney's death have been identified by fans and followers of this legend. These include messages perceived when listening to songs being played backwards. They play songs backwards to see if there's hidden messages. And symbolic interpretations of both lyrics and album cover imagery. One frequently cited example is a suggestion that the words, I buried Paul, are spoken by John Lennon in the final section of the song Strawberry Fields Forever. Lennon later said the words were actually cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Paul McCartney's alive and listening to this podcast. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Or, I mean to say, Billy Shears. We know. Uh, two more. And this one's kind of one of my favorite conspiracy theories. The Denver at International Airport is actually the Illuminati headquarters. Mr. John's told me about this. This is one that I can kind of get behind. So tell me what you know about it. Hardly anything, but it just <laughs> makes sense. Like the more I've read about it, it's just like that. You know that that is actually a possibility. Ryland's shaking his head. No, why? I don't know that it's the Illuminati. No, I don't. Orders. I guess I can't say Illuminati, but I, I definitely think, think like there's a New World Order safe house bunker. Thing yeah, going I definitely on. think so there's more going on there than what we know. When the zombie apocalypse hit. Like the walking dead. There it is. <laughs> I should head to Denver. You're not getting into the airport. 
What's in the what is there a world order in the Denver airport? Have you ever heard about this though? No. Yeah, oh. read a little bit. So I don't have a ton of information on my paper, but I can tell you what I know. This one's have you ever crazy. flown through Denver? No. That, the airport yes. is weird. It is really weird. There, there's a lot of strange artwork yeah. around, uh, but the way it's laid out is like this very specific pattern that has a lot of ties to the Illuminati. That's why people make that connection. I said yeah, I don't, that It is the largest airport by land area in the world. They I said, have a huge amount of space. Yeah, it's wild. At this airport. Like, just empty space that they have for, like, extra runways and stuff. It is incredible. They have also dug a ton the of, like, tunnels, tunnels and stuff underneath. And... Colorado already has um, a couple different huge military bases dug into the side of the Rocky Mountains. We know about the Mount Cheyenne is one over by Colorado Springs. You're still shaking your head at me, right? I'm not shaking. I'm just thinking this is funny. Those, those things are real. And mm-hmm. so, allegedly, the Denver International Airport is connected to a series of bunkers all throughout the Rocky Mountain front where leaders from across the world could fly in and you could nuke the heck out of the Rocky Mountains. It would take a lot of nuke to level those because those are big I'm, old mountains. Seriously, though, like this is one I could get behind because like, when you start reading more and more, they have all of this infrastructure that is not used yep. as part of the airport, but it's there. It's been confirmed that it's there. And there was all this extra money and time and effort that was invested into making this airport. Yeah. And no one was supposed to hit timelines and miss timelines. And no like, it one was, can account for where some of that money was spent. I would say I'm, I'm not on the Illuminati part of that, but like, I'm I definitely either. think there's more going on there than what we know about. I think there's something to this one because of the amount of money that was spent and the location of it. Truly and it like, is the worst airport ever. Oh gosh. It is terrible. terrible. It is so terribly designed, yeah. but uh, when you go there, it's kind of creepy. There's a lot of weird things going on. When you drive into it, there's this weird horse statue that if you drive in there at night, its eyes glow red. That's weird, man. That's whack. Like you've seen that, or that's yeah, no, really. Because I went, I had a flight out of there at like five o'clock in the morning one time. Uh, it's creepy. That's just Isn't the security that? cameras. I <laughs> in the horse statue. <laughs> You don't believe? You don't think so, Rylan? I thought the last one was far fetched. <laughs> really, this one is, is not. It's, isn't the Illuminati like a bunch of rich people in the world? Yeah, it, it's this group of world people that supposedly run the entire world. It's oh, like I thought it was people. just a green triangle. That's their That's symbol. That's the sign with like an eyeball in it. Uh, have you guys you, the Hunger Games? Do you guys know what the Hunger Games is? No. Do you know where the capital is located in the Hunger Games? Denver and Colorado Springs, because that's where they were able to hunker down while the nukes were dropping all over the world in that universe. I don't remember that from the book. So, yeah. so what do you think? That's what where the capital is. What do you think it's for, then, sir? I truly think it's in case like stuff is about to go down. That's where they're going to start sending people. I think it's more of like you've heard of like Area Fifty One. Yeah, I, I think believe- it's more of like that. Like there's testing and stuff going on that we're not aware of. Like, not nuclear testing and stuff like that, but that is like where they have, like, I don't like, I wouldn't, I guess it'd be secret, but there's like labs and stuff in tunnels that, like, it is so far beyond what we're aware of, but it's like government based and not that it's like malicious government activity, but it's like government security stuff that we're just like never going to know about. I really, but I do think something's going down at Area 51, though. 
I think Area 51 is a front. Area so do 52. I. Or for this <laughs> airport. Ooh. Area 51, everyone knows about. I, I do think they're doing... Remember when they were going to rush stuff. Area 51? They did. All those weird guys. There was like 10 like of them. Naruto just yeah. <laughs> there was like 10 of them that actually I, made it work. For everybody had, that's there listening, was, there I was, did there a was Naruto run. Naruto runners, <laughs> Minecraft built. There was a whole... They had this whole <laughs> plan so laid out. And it was amazing. That is that is a plan I could get behind. That's something you can get behind, but the Denver <laughs> airport conspiracy is <laughs> that not. That is just... You could not pay me enough money to go stand outside of a... And first of all, you're in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere. Come stand out here when there's... Who knows what aimed at you from miles away, you, waiting for you to cross that line, you, and you're going to be... It's probably from the Denver airport. The government's just going to be like, nope, this person never existed. Yeah. I Have you ever watched a Mr. Beast video? Yeah. Do you believe that he did that? Stood outside Area 51 for 24 hours. No. Wow. Okay. Next topic. Sorry, Mr. Beast. If you want to give me like $100,000 or whatever. I'll take that $100,000. Actually. What time do you have to go to practice, Ashlyn? Oh, so you got. Thank you, voice in the back. What? You got like not a lot of time here. Like 15 minutes. Okay, I don't think you guys know how to read time. <laughs> anyway. You don't have to be there at like 4.30, like 4.45. Okay, well, that's not what I asked you. Uh, you want to hear about the Titanic now? This is a good one. Yeah. two boats. Whoa, Ashlyn already Didn't knows. we start the podcast by Ashlyn going like, what's a conspiracy theory? <laughs> yeah. As she'd known every single yeah. one. Uh, actually, I looked that up last night, Mr. Igo. That's not correct. Uh, no, I just know because... Um, Mr. Johns was sharing with you. Yeah, and Gus said this like three years ago about well, something. And you remember everything Gus says. Okay, so there's a conspiracy theory that no. the Titanic was not the actual boat that sank. <laughs> there was a <laughs> boat that sank. Starts but there was, was a boat that sank. Island. People died. One. But well, it was the not. Olympic cell. <laughs> so, this company had two boats, right? One was the Titanic, one was the Olympic. The Olympic was the first one to be built. So they start selling it back and forth between England and America. And then they're getting back to England and, oops, they have an is, accident with another boat. Is there not proof of this This part? Like yeah, there no, is proof. Of like, so like they, they were at fault. Like they were not going to get any sort of insurance payout. They hit this other boat. It was the captain of the Olympic's fault. And so this company that now has this super expensive luxury liner is like, we don't, we can't sell this boat anymore. It's worthless to us. How are we going to make some money back? So at the same time, they're building the Titanic, an even nicer version of it a couple years later. And so the theory goes that one of the, uh, the big wigs up top is like, well, why don't we just flip the names on the two boats? We'll pretend that the old one is actually the new one. And we'll go sink that sucker in the Atlantic, and then we'll get an insurance payout. Because well, why gonna did they think, put people on it if they were going to sink? Because yeah. they're rich people that didn't care about anyone. Well, they just they knew too much. Insurance they wise, they would have never done it if it had just been like, "Oops, hit an iceberg." Yeah, like if there was nobody on it, they would immediately like the insurance company would be like, "That's suspicious." But if you put fifteen hundred and sixty three innocent people on there and sink it, was? Into, yeah, oh. over fifteen hundred people. Uh, and that's how many people died. Like, I think six or 700 were able to survive. 
to go to class. So uh, the other part of this is the people that were supposed to be on the Titanic's, because that was its first voyage, right? Yep. When it hit that iceberg and went down, a whole bunch of really rich people that allegedly knew about the conspiracy theory at the last minute were like, <laughs> I'm sick. I can't go on this boat anymore. And so one of them was J.P. Morgan. So if you guys know J.P. Morgan Bank, like billion dollar thing. Uh, and then one of them was the actual like CEO of the company that ran these two ships that at the last minute was like, <laughs> my wife is sick. And then they were caught uh, vacationing a couple days later in various locations around the world. Like there's some legs to this one too, where like there might've been some shenanigans going on and you can't put it above people that have at that time, it would equate to hundreds of billions of dollars of their own personal net worth and fortunes at stake to not say like eh, 1500 people. Like that's nothing. Do you think they purposely wanted to sink it like that? Cause like, Part of the Titanic's issue was like when it broke in half, it caused so many more, and it was like not enough lifeboats and so many things. Yeah. Do you think they purpose like truthfully thought that many would die? Because that's my only hangup. I don't think they intended people to die. I think they 100 percent wanted to sink it. Uh, I I don't know that they probably were as malicious as saying like, yeah, we want 1,500 people right. to perish. But like, I'm sure they had to have said they like, knew somewhere. some people are going to die yeah. in this sucker. Uh, I kind of subscribe to this conspiracy so theory that there were people that had a lot of money at stake. And, like, between the two of you, think of the richest person you know. Like, how much – you don't say their name, but, like, how much money do you think they have? The richest person you know personally, like, in your own life. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, don't say their name. Yeah. This is not, my, this is not a name. Okay. Close enough. <laughs> like – Ashlyn, who do like the richest person you know? Don't say their name, but like, how much money do you think they have? Hundred dollars. I don't know. Like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, maybe. Like, like in their bank account. Yeah, like yeah, just in general. Like how much are they worth? Hundred dollars. Do you really go around asking people what how much they have in their? Bank? No, but you've no, got but an like idea of you, what people people that own these huge farms and ranches. Like you know that their land is worth some money. Like shut up, Abby. <laughs> Uh, a million dollars, maybe, right? Mm, sure. Between like all the land that they own and everything, but they don't have a million dollars in the bank. But like, they're worth some money. Assets. We're talking people that are literal hundred billionaires. Think about the person that has like, if I had a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account right now, I wouldn't be talking to you schmucks. Much less if I had a hundred billion dollars. Like, do you think Jeff Bezos gives a flying heck about anybody that's working for him? Like. Packing boxes. Imagine those type of people, man, that just are, they know they have so much money to lose. I can tell you I believe this more than the last one. I, you don't think, I no. think the Denver National Airport one is <laughs> no. legit. But I think this Titanic, because there's so much that we can't prove now. Like, if this happened now, it would be super easy to prove. But there's a lot of other parts of this, like the the drawings of what the ship was supposed to look like and what actually sank don't line up. Like the amount of port. There's a lot of interesting parts about this Titanic one that don't line up. So uh, did I change anybody's opinion on the conspiracy theory today? Does anybody believe one that you didn't believe before? I really Flat Earth. I really didn't oh, you do get not. the concept of the Titanic one because I was kind of zoned out. Oh, okay. 
Basically, but they I flip boats get, so that yeah, they can yeah, get money that, back. But like the holes. I can tell you which I one I what it's about. I can tell you which one I don't believe in. Flat Earth. Denver International Airport. That's the one you don't believe but, in? Like, truthfully, or are you it's just like saying flatter. it to, like, be funny? No. Like, no, you I, just don't believe I, it? I don't believe that. Like, that's fine. That is uh, yeah, it, it's, that's why it's a conspiracy theory. Guess who's not getting an invite to the Denver International <laughs> Airport when it all goes down? <laughs> Rylan. Rylan. You? Probably me yeah, as well. Me too. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. Ashlyn, you getting an invite? Oh, heck yeah. Hey. I guess J.P. Morgan's getting an invite. <laughs> I think he's dead. Uh, so, the reason I bring this up is because in a small town, how easy is it for you guys to spread believe misinformation very easily? Very easily. I would agree. I have Why? A morals set in stone, and I don't want to change. There's a them, difference so. between morals and being able to believe things that aren't true. Because, like, you know, most of the people here, and like, you know. For a while, and if they tell you something, you're probably going to believe it. Right. So a lot of the, you also we are not challenged on our thoughts and opinions because most of the people that we associate ourselves with in a town like ours think the same thing. Think like us, look like us, act like us, talk like us. We've been around them forever, and so we just assume that, like, yeah, yeah, like they, whatever you say, whatever you post on Facebook, or whatever yeah. you reshare, like, yeah, that's got to have some merit. Are you like that, Ryland? What do you mean? Like, you, if, if one of your friends or colleagues, like, teachers or someone no. were to say something, are you, like, immediately like, yeah, that makes sense, uh, without checking into it? There's proof on this podcast of me not following one of my teachers saying that. All right, we get it. You don't believe in the Denver International well, Airport. I, just, I would say, yes, like, I am kind of like that, but only because I'm not one that's just going to be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't come out and just be like, you are so stupid. But, like, in the moment, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, I'd agree yeah. with you. And then walk away and be like, what in the? Yeah. So, like, yes. I like think I it's am. easy because I've only lived here for four years. Both of you have lived in Weibo for a more significant amount of time. I think it's easy for us to fall into the trap of not becoming critical thinkers and really evaluating. And again, in the past year and a half, we have seen so much misinformation come out about whatever it is, whether it's COVID or whether it's uh, an election or politics, a million different things that if you guys have been on Facebook at all, you're just instantly like, oh, grandma, stop sharing that stuff. It's like the telephone game. It gets passed around too much. And then like people switch it up and stuff. And people just like... The internet is so great, but in a lot of ways, it sucks. It's terrible because somebody's yeah. like, "Oh, it's on a website." Like, that must be kind of legit. Wow, it's I can share that on Facebook. Like, that must be. Kinda I think legit. it's harder from a teenager standpoint, though, because like your whole life, you've pretty much grown up thinking your parents are right. Yeah, like, and not that they're wrong, yeah. but that you just like accept their beliefs because why would you think differently? Yeah. Because, like, I was definitely like that. And then all of a sudden I grew up and I'm like, yeah, I don't really believe the things you believe. And it's not a bad thing. But I think it's harder as a teenager. So when they hear adults in their lives say something, like, it's hard to just go against the green. Yeah. I guess my my ending message before I ask a couple questions would be, like, be a critical thinker for anybody out there. And you too, especially. Like, be a critical thinker. Really evaluate. uh, 
My parents always told me, don't believe everything you read on the internet, and then they share everything they see on Facebook. <laughs> so, don't be, don't be my parents. Sorry, mom and dad. Uh, so, some questions. Do they actually listen to this? Oh, heck no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We had the most listens ever on the How last many was podcast. that last podcast? Uh, Three. I, I don't want to tell you how many, but it was quadruple what our previous ones 12? were. Twelve? Twelve. Twelve, four. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, four people. No, we're up to like thirty. One probably 30 was it really thirty included. reported. Oh my goodness, one, thirty reported. One of them probably included Abby's dad. Well, yeah, I hope. so. I was one of them. I listened to. I listened to you it. Got, do you listen to the podcast, Ashley? I listened to some of them. You should listen to everyone and share it. Ooh, big time. How do you? Sh- we'll talk about that after <laughs> the podcast. Uh, so, one of my questions today: What is your favorite childhood toy? I had this green monkey with rainbow paws. <laughs> like what was so special? Like about belt it? from the Groods? Croods? Croods. You're just saying words. Now. <laughs> You've never seen the Croods? You've never seen the Croods? Like Hunky Dunk from Hobie Doo Doo Except how dare you make fun of what Hunky is his dunk. name? Belt. belt? How, oh, how dare you make fun of Belt? Hunky Dunk. Um, my grandma always at, at her house, she had this Sesame Street kitchen set thingy, and I played with that all the time. You ever have Beanie Babies? Oh, yeah. I, I had well, a Beanie Babies. saw ba- those at the attic today. Yeah, Beanie Babies, <laughs> my favorite was Mooch. Oh. It was a white face monkey. It was awesome. Oh, I had this toy growing up. It was Hunky Dunk from Hoobie Doobie Doo. I had a great spot to hit that, Ryland. No, too late now. Oh, boy. He's got to come back from Hunky Dunk. He can't just get off that easy. Uh, I think my, mine were probably some of my Legos, uh, but truly, mine were probably sock and boppers that my my, oh. my parents regret getting sock and what boppers for us. Sock and boppers These were awesome. inflatable, like, uh, punching glove. <laughs> they were oh, awesome. We would fly around the house just socking each other. Remember the, the commercials? Sock and boppers. Yeah, they were just beating the living tar out of people. More fun. I told you guys that for a commercial, and you guys all just looked at me. More fun than right. a pillow fight. That's all right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Small Town Big Ideas. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, a couple other spots around. Uh, share us, Ashlyn. All right. Okay. (laughs) 